Hello, and welcome to Rainbows Rising, where we ascend together. Today's topic is a little controversial, to be honest. We are going to talk about spirituality as a fad. So we all have met those people who wear like 13 different necklaces with crystals and they they have all kinds of information on what these crystals do, but it's never something they have figured out themselves. It's always something they had to get from someone else. That person told me, I learned this from that psychic. I was told I was a in a past life. Now that is totally fine. Like, I encourage you to please go out and get sessions with people and explore. Um, But there comes a certain point when people are doing these things and wearing certain outfits and wearing certain jewelry um, because it's become a fad. Spirituality in some cultures has become a fad. Talking to you Americans. (laughs) Um, I have noticed that that this new age movement and um, the tarot and um the cute little like crystal boxes and uh i mean all of that has become very very popular it has be- become something that that we look up to as like oh wow that's so cool and for that reason some people get into this the practices, and they're not actually practicing. (laughs) Those people are just uh, regurgitating information that they've heard from other people. And they're not they're not putting those things to practice. So I'm calling those people out right now, like, hey, hey, spirituality. uh, And and doing these practices being Wiccan or using crystals or uh, trying tarot or oracles, meditation, using affirmations, you know, use them, use them. They are there to be helpful. They are there there to help you ascend. Um, And the people who are professionals in those fields are there to help, but they're there comes a point when you should be doing these things on your own, uh, when you should be doing them in private, and it should be private. Um, I was the most in tune with myself and my guides and the universe in general when I was doing these things alone in private Not expecting anyone to go, oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. And I can tell you, like, I got so much satisfaction uh, and confirmation for myself that I was on the right path when practicing in private. And yes, you can share with people. Please find your tribe. That is so important, finding people who you can relate to. But there's a difference between being able to relate to somebody and being boastful and being like, oh, yeah, I 
I talked to this this guru and he said da 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 and like that was so exactly what I needed to hear and now I'm I'm doing exactly what he said because that is exactly like that is that is what he told me and I I got to do that. So I I hear it time and time again from clients that they take what exactly somebody they look up to or a spiritual person or a practitioner exactly word for word what that person said and they take it as truth. So that is also a little bit of part of the spirituality as a fat is like recognizing that not all people you go to for help are completely insightful I'm not saying their information isn't honest or truthful, but sometimes we as the channels, you know, I'm talking about myself, the the healer here, um, we can get in our own way. We can be channeling a message for both ourself and the client, and we can accidentally get in our own way. It is very possible that the message coming through isn't really for you. So if it doesn't resonate, Leave it behind. Don't take it with you. Don't take everything that is said to you as truth. Take it with a grain of salt, as they say. It's important to learn discernment. Ask your body for a signal to let you know that something resonates. Ask your body for a signal to let you know that what that person is saying is truthful to you. When I hear something that is truthful to me, when I hear something that is speaking my truth, I get shivers down my body from the top of my head down to my toes. It goes like a wave from the top all the way to the bottom. That is my body's way of saying this is truth for you. I can't fake that. (laughs) There's nothing that can give me that sensation besides me coming into contact with my own truth. So ask your body to send you something. It might be a smell. Maybe you smell like patchouli or frankincense or um, your favorite flower or even maybe your favorite food. And it doesn't have to be around you. You can just sense it. Maybe you hear a ding dong in your head or maybe your hands warm up or your heart feels good. Um, Ask for your body to give you a signal. That way, when you're going out and you're running into people, um, you know, especially if you're going to conventions or you're watching YouTube videos or you're, you know, you're exploring, you're seeking, I encourage that. Please do that. Um, But ask your body for a way to know if the information that you're, you're watching, you're listening to, you're receiving is beneficial to you. Um, I can't tell you how many times I have paid for a class and I took my teacher's words as if they were made of gold. And I tried so hard for so many months to apply those to my everyday life. I was doing the practice over and over and over again. And no matter how many times I did it, it just did not stick. It did not sink in. The practice felt plastic. It didn't feel real. It wasn't stable. It it just didn't, didn't work. It felt like I had to try too hard. Nothing should feel like you have to try. 
It should feel effortless and fun. It should feel like you're like you're surfing on an energetic wave. It should just be. You know. So a good way to step out of that fad energy. The way to step out of that, you know, this is so cool. Let me show you how cool this is. Um, is to create your own little altar space. Create a space of of spiritual recognition, you know, uh, recognize your own spiritual beliefs and as they are. So um, no matter what belief system you're from, you can have like a little shrine or a little altar or even just like a corner where you can put things that mean something to you. So for me, when I first started... I had some feathers I had collected from my life and crystals that I had found that I liked. And I had a candle and I had some little uh, little figurines that meant something to me. A little fairy and a Pokemon because I like Pokemon. So I, I put one of those on my altar. And that's where you can really kind of find things that really mean something to you. If you connect with something, even if it's not spiritual, even if it's, you know, something that's totally off the wall, like there, I have a Pokemon guide. I'm not afraid to say it. I work with her all the time. And I, I don't, I don't think that there's any problem with that. If you want to work with something that isn't normally associated with, belief systems, go ahead, please explore and have fun. So go ahead, put your little, your little stuffed animals or, you know, little trinkets in your space. Make it look pretty. Just feel it out. Put your heart into it. Don't judge the process. Just have fun. And if, if for some reason you're like, I don't really want to make something with my hands, draw something, draw it on a piece of paper, paint it out if you, if you want. Use tarot cards to make a little altar space. But the reason we make an altar is that you can see the reflection of your belief. You can see the reflection of your core values, your morals, what is making you dive deeper as a seeker. Why are you trying to ascend? Why are you trying to improve yourself? You can see all of the things that have influenced you to this moment out in front of you, reflecting back at you. And you can take into account that these are factors of your spiritual belief, of your core. And you can have respect and hold hold love and honor for these things. And taking that a step further when you are in the practice a little longer, you can start calling in deities like angels or gods. You can do meditations for them. You can do rituals for them if you want to do that. Um, you can do a medicine wheel. Altars are good because they really tie in all the belief systems. I mean, I have every every little piece of of different belief systems. I have a little Native American. I have a little uh, Christian on my altar. I have fairies from the Celtic stuff. I have Pokemon from Japanese, <laughs> you know. Um, I have um, an Australian little Aboriginal gourd thing. 
Um, I have a, an ocelot from South America. Uh, so really, you can, you can pull from what calls to you. What calls to you in your heart. And place those things on your altar and just give them respect and give them love. And spend time, have an, uh, set an intention for what you're going to do at your altar. So, for example, last night, I sat in front of my altar. I just had a mirror. I did some mirror work. And I just said some affirmations of things I wanted to manifest for myself. I have blank. I am blank, right? And I held the mirror against my heart. And I just reflected on who I have become and how far I've come. And I had gratitude for that. And I just held space for that. And that's the kind of stuff you can do at your altar. You can do so many things. And I'll go more in depth. But I'm encouraging you guys to create a small sacred space. Um, Or a medicine pouch with some items that mean something to you. Uh, the goal is is that you recognize what is yours and what is someone else's. You take into account that these are things that mean something to you. And that is how you can separate the whole movement, this, this eccentricity of, of spiritual awakening. Because so many people are into it. So many people are... are discovering themselves and ascending and there's just a lot out there and it can get very confusing especially if you're an empath and you can get very bogged down and confused by what is yours and what is theirs and it's important to kind of bring yourself back to your source back to your foundation pick animals that mean something to you pick symbols that mean something to you And just create a little medicine corner that you can collect your thoughts, that you can light some incense, and have gratitude for who you are and where you are, and excitement for what you will discover on your path. So besides building an altar, another way to separate that that fad mentality um is to play. Okay, I know it sounds really silly, but so many people take spirituality way too seriously, way too seriously. Um, you know, it's it's important to remember, yes, we're, you know, connecting with our guides and with the earth and with spirit and the universe to manifest what we want out of life, but we're always so focused on the destination and not the journey to get there. And it's really important that we tap into this present moment and suck as much nectar out of this moment as we can. Be be the hummingbird and suck the nectar right on out of this moment. Uh, find the joy there. Um, have some fun. Play around. Uh, just... Get your hands dirty. Go dig in some dirt. Find some rocks. Um, you know, just make some jokes. Don't be so worried about offending people. 
I mean, I, I, I'm not so worried today. I'm just going to let this, this one go out the way it is right now. I talked about Pokemon. A little embarrassing, but you know what? I want, I want to be authentic with you guys. I want you to know who I am. And, like, I, I just am who I am. And what's part of my practice is what's part of my practice. I have, like, a thousand crystals. And, like, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I talk to crystals. I'm, I, you know, that's just who I am. So find out who you are. Play with yourself. Talk to some crystals. They're, they're, they're pretty fun friends to have. They can be there for you. They're, they're really grounding. Because <laughs> they came from the ground. Um, but yeah, just, just remember to play. Just remember to play. And, um, you know, just, just look at, look at all of the information that's out there as these people are experiencing their life and they're trying to make sense of all of it. And sometimes their truth isn't necessarily your truth. What works for that person won't necessarily work for you. That's not a bad thing because I think self-discovery is a beautiful thing. I think being able to like figure out what works for you is, is so important, so important. So, you know, in, in regards to spirituality, being a fad and finding yourself and finding what works for you, like those people out there that are using spirituality as a way to get followers or to get people to like them. They're just really lost. And I'm sure whatever whatever they are doing, they will find themselves. They will find their path. And I just want you guys, my my rainbows that are rising, right? <laughs> I want you guys to be able to discern for yourself what is your truth. I want you guys to be able to figure out, you know, what's what's what somebody's uh sales pitch and and what's actually going to help you in your life um i can't tell you how many times i've been to a conscious expo and like the entire place is just crawling with people who are using spiritual people to make money and it makes me so sick sometimes like you know to to know that they are fully aware of the deceit they are spreading so if I can encourage you guys to do anything, set strong energetic boundaries, super strong energetic boundaries, um, learn to discern, use your intuition, have your body tell you when you are, when you are getting information that is legitimate and truthful versus information that isn't is super important. And I, I know that if you put these things into practice you won't get baited <laughs> by by people who are trying to take advantage of of the community and of people who are just starting to reawaken to their abilities and their sense of self and that's all I can hope for I I just hope you guys are able to continue on your path with happiness and self-discovery without getting swindled because uh, it, you know, it just takes one person to ruin 
uh, an entire field for someone. You get swindled by one tarot reader, you never want to get a tarot reading again. You get swindled by one Reiki person, you never want to get a Reiki healing ever again. And not necessarily swindled, but if somebody says they know what they're doing and they don't do it right or they're not doing it well, um, or their intentions just are not good or they haven't practiced enough, they don't know how to ground their own energy, it can really ruin an experience. So... Uh, just know that if you've had a bad experience, it's not always, you know, the whole, t- you know, the it's not always the field. It could just be the practitioner that was not good. Uh, give everything a couple chances and make sure your boundaries are in the right place. All right. So I know that was a lot to cover today. We kind of hopped around a bit. I hope you guys are able to follow along. Um, and I just hope that when when dealing with the the fad element of spirituality that you are able to stand in your power and know exactly who you are and that you can see those those uh you know the the people who are a little bit more lost than you and you can just shine your light and help them find their way all right well thank you thank you thank you so much for joining me today i am so so grateful for your company. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And remember, we're all ascending together. Bye.
Are you ready to ascend to the next level? This is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide calling. Please be sure to keep all arms and legs inside your vessel at all times. I'm just here to remind you to take some time today. Support Rainbow's Rising podcast. Go join the Discord community. Check out the Patreon. Get some stickers, custom tarot cards. Check out the merch. The merch. You know you want to. Go connect with Rainbow Raja. Maybe even get a session. Who knows? Your support helps make this show possible. And she loves to support you. Help support her too. Once again, this is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide, guiding you to your ascension.